it's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Well, let's start out with a look at our marine weather. The Columbia River Bar was on yellow status as of yesterday afternoon. Let's start out with a look at our marine weather. First of all, the Columbia River Bar was on yellow status as of yesterday afternoon, so ship traffic is moving a bit, but some ships could be delayed. We have northwest winds in the f- in the forecast with small craft advisory level gusts continuing through today and turning to the west this afternoon, so the wind direction is going to change. We have seas gradually subsiding into the low and mid-teens through today, and Friday into the weekend, another weather system is going to move through our waters. And you've been hearing about reports of snow and um, not snow. We'll have to see what happens. But in the marine weather forecast, we do have that small craft advisory in effect through late tonight. West winds today, 20 to 25 knots, gusting to 30 wind waves from the west, 7 feet high at 8 seconds apart. Swells from the northwest, 12 feet at 11 seconds, and rain is in the forecast. And uh, I've posted the marine weather forecast for the rest of the week up till Friday on the Ship Report Facebook page. And it does include snow in that marine weather forecast, but we'll just have to see what transpires. Now, we've got a big ship schedule today, partly because of delays in ship traffic over the past couple of days due to those weather issues. And you can see the ship schedule on my website at shipreport.net, and I post a link to that on my Ship Report Facebook page. Now, one ship of particular interest to ship watchers today will be the California Maritime Academy training ship, the Golden Bear. She has been at the shipyard in Portland for a while for repairs, and she's leaving the shipyard around 4.30 this morning, and she'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m. And as with most ships, you can probably track her progress on the river to see where she'll be at any given time using uh, marinetraffic.com or vesselfinder.com or any any one of a number of those free uh, ship tracking apps that you can get to see ships uh, in real time on a kind of a map of the world. So if you want to see her or take a photo of her as she passes by, looking at one of those would be your best bet. And a quick look at a couple of those inbound ships. We have the Captain Demetrius arriving from China, headed for the Vancouver Anchorage. She'll be going to Portland to pick up soda ash eventually. She'll pass Astoria around 3.30 a.m. and probably be in Vancouver's Anchorage by about 9.30 this morning. We have a petroleum tanker called the Seabulk Arctic, arriving from San Francisco, headed for Portland. Refined petroleum there. Passing Astoria around 5.30 a.m. She could be in Portland by 11.30 a.m. And we have the KM London arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for the Vancouver Anchorage. She's picking up soda ash eventually at the Port of Portland. Passing Astoria around 7.30 a.m. and in Vancouver by about 1.30 p.m. this afternoon. And the BTG Fuji is arriving from Japan, headed for the Astoria Anchorage. She's picking up weed eventually upriver. She'll be in Astoria's Anchorage by about 8.30 a.m. We have the Ocean Green. She's a car carrier arriving from Japan, headed for Vancouver. Subaru's on board there, passing Astoria around 9.30 a.m. and in Vancouver by about 3.30 p.m. And the Tokyo Car is another car carrier arriving from China. She is headed for Portland. Brand new Hyundai's on that ship, delivering those to the port of Portland. She'll pass Astoria around 10.30 a.m. and be in Portland by about 4.30 p.m. today. Well, We've been having quite a weather week this week with more to come, including possible snow even in lowland areas starting on Friday. There's a lot of potential variability in the forecasts, and forecasters so far say the models just aren't clear on what's going to happen. 
Current predictions are for cold air arriving in our coastal area on Friday, with most of the region falling below freezing on Friday night. How much snow will fall and where is still up in the air, so to speak. They're predicting whiteout conditions for the Columbia River Gorge, so if you're headed there inland, just plan accordingly. And a reminder that we are having king tides for the next few days, and that means higher than usual high tides, over 10 feet in most places. I've already talked at length about that this week and what it means for beach hazards. So if you want to hear that, you can check the Ship Report podcasts from earlier this week. They're available on my website at shipreport.net and also on Apple and uh, Spotify podcasts. Just look up the Ship Report. I've explained in detail there the effect of king tides on beaches and other areas near the water. Well, now for something completely different. Today, I'd like to talk with you about light. Daylight, specifically, and the return of more daylight into our lives since the winter solstice in December. The days are still short, but they're getting longer slowly, and so I thought we could talk about that topic today. It's something positive to think about. So the way this works with the return of the light after the solstice is that it doesn't happen all at once. It's kind of like the tide. On an ebb tide, for instance, as the tide begins to fall, It starts out slow and then picks up speed until it reaches its max speed about halfway through the tidal cycle. Then it slows down again until it reaches low tide and the water begins to rise again. So like the tide, our light increases a little bit more each day until we're gaining about three minutes a day in March. So it kind of reaches peak speed then. This varies from place to place, of course, so it really depends on where you are on the earth, how much daylight you're getting and how fast. But by late April to early May, the amount of additional daylight per day slows down to around two minutes more per day, and June up until the summer solstice, it increases by one minute per day. So you can see that effect kind of like the falling tide. But when all is said and done, it adds up to a big difference in how much daylight we experience in the winter versus the summer. For instance, in Portland this summer, on the summer solstice, we will experience almost 15 hours of daylight. By the time the winter solstice rolls around in December of this year, that daylight will have dwindled to almost nine hours per day. So now, as we are moving between winter and summer, we will gain about six hours of daylight per day by the time the first day of summer rolls around. That's a big difference. And it's also different in different parts of the world. As I said, the farther north you go in the summer in the Northern Hemisphere, the longer the days. And when you get to Alaska, which is known, you've probably heard this, as the land of the midnight sun, during midnight sun season, which runs late April to late August, the sun never seems to set. So they get almost 24 hours of daylight there in the summer. So this discrepancy has to do with the way the Earth tilts on its axis as it rotates. And during the summer in the Northern Hemisphere, the top of the world is tilted toward the sun and it's tilted away in winter. So it's the lack or abundance of sunlight that determines how much light and warmth we get from the sun. So let's take a look at how much sunlight we're gaining this week. According to Wonderground Weather, yesterday we had 8 hours and 52 minutes of daylight and today will be 1 minute and 34 seconds longer than today. This week, We have days that are about 10 minutes longer than they were on the winter solstice in December. Now that time, that increased daylight, will slowly accrue, like a savings account that you put a little bit of money in each day, 
and it adds up faster than you expect. Summer is the big payoff with those wonderfully longer days. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. You'll find ship schedules and a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Ship Report podcasts also on Apple and Spotify. You'll find marine weather and links to ship schedules and more on my Ship Report Facebook page. Thanks for listening and have a great day.